This is Bleed TV, the only podcast for today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we've got Mayans. This is the eighth episode out of ten. Um, Rata and Cho. Cho? We're going to go with Cho on this one? <laughs> I mean, why we see every right effing now, week? Like, we just throw our hands up like, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't bastardize the language and <laughs> what I have to guess. Well, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, uh, overall opinions here? You always start off with? Uh, huge drop off for me, only because last week was by far the best episode. Okay. I don't think this episode was bad. Um, I don't have many problems necessarily with the episode. Just. It was pretty slow to me, I guess is what I would say. It was definitely a slow episode. It was definitely slower. But I mean, I thought we got a lot of information and story out of it. That's why I really enjoyed this one. To me, it's on par with like four or five and six. You know what I mean? Like just a just a progression of the story. Some tidbits here and there that add to the overall thing. This episode didn't have Adelita. I thought that was kind of downer. Instead, we replaced it with Potter. And Potter was kind of a... Okay, there was just too much to absorb of him in one episode. It was a lot of Potter. It was a lot of Potter. Then that, that's you already know my feelings on Potter. I'm not a fan of the character. Well, the actor does. Yeah, he the does actor a great does job. Just fine playing this quirky, weird dude. He's like a Gregory, oddly but, enough. But I just don't. I don't care to see him that much. Yeah, I mean, like I like gravy, but I don't want to cover every dish on my plate. And that's what I felt like Potter was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I felt like. Well, he did. He dipped his finger in every aspect yeah, of it. Exactly. So. I mean, so. Um, my germs. If you go back, <laughs> if you go back to Sons of Anarchy, you know he was sprinkled in there, and it was just enough. You know, and it was enough not to like him there. To have an episode where he has become a major character, that's a little scary. It was, it was, it was a touch much for me. Um, well, uh, let me ask you this, because I mean, most of this episode could be lumped into one storyline, and then another little, a little piece. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, is this far fetched to you? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I immediately tried to Google to see if uh, not reporting a kidnapping was a felony. Couldn't find anything on it. I don't even remember that. I don't, I don't even care about that. Yeah. Is it far-fetched to you that the Department of Justice is looking to create an alliance with the biggest cartel to create a like an evenness or something? You know what I mean? Uh, well, all it is is that you know if you, if you empower one... To control the others, it saves you from having to control them all. Well, that's what he says. The yeah, devil I mean, I you get, know. I mean, yeah. I know what the, what the I, I, thing is. but I, Yeah, the question is, do you think this is far-fetched based on... To me, it's a leap. I, think I don't it's think it's a huge leap, but I think it's such a fast leap. For, for them to say Potter got scared and nervous and went ahead and you know shot the gun of let's go ahead and arrest him and put our pitch to suddenly turn into a here's a giant deal and sign this and by the end of the episode well they did say it was only a first draft and yeah i I know but i look at things like you know um when the cocaine the government was selling cocaine Mm -hmm. to fund uh the war over in uh oh my god i just watched the movie iran contra yeah okay that all came out as true I mean, Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross, I mean, that like all came out. Like, that this is all a fact. Mm-hmm. These things were happening. Um, but that was in the 80s and stuff. You know what I mean? 70s, 80s. It's like, it seems more far-fetched in 2018. I mean, it does, but we still this. have the background for it to be possible. So. Exactly. But my thing is, in, in this day and age where things like that get uncovered so much, 
It's like you're taking well, a huge risk. There's more information is readily available today where the, things like that are much harder to manage under the radar. Well, like, like for instance, the guy that's helping Easy, mm-hmm. the DEA agent. Yeah, that's his, handler, yeah. his cousin. When he walks out of the building talking about, you guys will see it on WikiLeaks and on the news and stuff like that. Somebody would probably like club him over the head before he even <laughs> left the building. To me, this episode, him being able to go to Pops' house, have a conversation, this, there's, to me, I fully expected, I don't know about y'all, but like when he was in the house and he was holding drinks, I expected a window to be busted and him drop with a hole in him. I fully That's what I'm expected saying. that scene to happen. To like Potter to black bag him. Yeah. Because he knows, well, he even talks about this episode. Your problem The Rico be- case. He mm-hmm. tried to get on the Sons of Anarchy and the uh, IRA. It's like, he's not going to let that happen again. For no. the let, for the let this guy walk out the room, I, I was just like waiting for, you know, Viva Vendetta black bag and <laughs> yeah. never seen again. Well, I was just know? waiting for him to pull a phone out or something and make a phone call and then call him the asset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, something of that nature. Because if we're saying that we're going to do deals with the head of the cartel, you got to have a phone call to say we got a problem. Yeah, go solve it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, so to me, it was almost a misfire that he was living and worry free. When he's walking, oh, I mean, other than losing his job, yeah, he's, and he's not even worried about that. He's just like, yeah, well, I guess I'm not going back to the to the FBI or anything. Yeah, Darn. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this show has one thing it has struggled with is is that sh- portraying what you expect for a person to have the ability of or their capabilities of or anything of like that. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm like, we we struggle with Glendo looking like the head of a cartel when he's the one getting pissed on in a, in a jail cell. And, you know, and has no muscle around him, Harley, or anything else. You know, I mean, I can come up with 27 examples. You're talking about plausibility. Right. Yeah. So then, and then you look at, you're talking about Potter here, and like Jake's talking about, like, is it really, is this the guy who's really negotiating the deal with the head of the most, you know, the strongest cartel in Mexico? That runs Sonora and everything. I mean, like, it just, it's a, it, it's a, and this guy just walks out to a couple cars, and you, you know, you throw the deuces at him and everything. I mean, it just... I don't know. It, it just, I struggle with you know the reality of it, and it, it just happens so so quick. Do you really feel like that? You know, he just goes from one room to another, no, playing games with one another, and he's like, "You've got five minutes to sign this or this or so on." Does the really does the head of the cartel, you know, negotiate There's, or quiver like? I, I don't know. Especially I, when you throw in the story that his dad was crushed by the CIA. Why, you know, why would you get in bed with somebody that the government screwed you the first time? His grandfather was crushed. We don't know about his dad yet. He okay, said his so father. We, yeah, I thought it was his father. He, he said, said his, his granddad. You said you, you brought my father into an early grave because of what CIA crushed him on his deal. I'm pretty sure it's grandfather. Oh, well, please feel free to tweet us. Let us know yeah, if it was the father or grandfather. Please tweet us when Jake is wrong. Yeah, yes. Just um, tweet no, him. All day, I'll take him. <laughs> Block, block, defriend, defriend. So, you know, so th- that yeah. part right there, yes, I'm with you. Some of this is very far fetched, and some of it's well, still plausible. Is very weak, especially when they show the scenes where he's like, "Actually, we can hold you as long as we want," mm-hmm. because some of this is political commentary. Where oh, they yeah. talk about where people are being held without charges, and all they have to do is label you either a terrorist or you know, a uh, political criminal of some kind of form or fashion, and they'd be like, oh, we can just hold you without charge as long as yeah. we want. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're, you know, throwing their weight around. And there's a good that, bit of that this episode. About how they can do all this sketchy, you know, you know, justice and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But, this guy walks, civil rights. but this guy walks out and is like, I'm going to blow the whistle on all this shit. Like, 
when he even says, he's like, well, now your problem has become my problem. I mean, that that's like cue, yeah. cue the asset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, in the bell tower. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, um, I should see this man's death before the end of the episode. Yeah. I, just, but, I mean, to me, that's that should have happened. You know what I mean? Well, if not his death, like I said, bagged and put in some cell somewhere. Disappeared. To yeah. be quiet. You know, he's arrested for a fake trumped up crime or whatever. Yeah. Discredited him. He should be sitting on Galindo's uh, chapel, per se, for... The FBI and everything. Like, there's no uh, yeah. reason he should be out and about. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, well, we, we've already talked about it. All right. The the whole deal with Potter, Emily, uh, Galindo. All right, <laughs> what y'all think of the the comfort rooms and the the yeah. uh, the conversations and stuff? Okay, well, it's just it's, more to the quirkiness. It's of a the little character. bit of comedy because they're showing the um, the DEA boss and what I guess I'm assuming is the FBI boss, kinda. Who's the lady? I think she's Mexico's government official. No, I think they're all just pawns under Potter. Okay, so maybe they're all Department of Justice. Yeah, I think like you know. The, but the thing is, the, he's the, the, DEA the black guy. guy was just a head of uh, the DEA of faction of it. Yeah, and then uh, Potter is just a big dog from Department of Justice that's over the DEA. These are all ask, these are all the people of the DEA. Well, maybe but, that's what I feel like. But my thing is, she was wearing a jacket mm-hmm. that had some kind of logo on it. And I couldn't. I can't remember what it is. But remember, take it. remember when they're like looking through the house and stuff like yes. that. There's FBI jackets. There's DEA jackets. There's all kinds of jackets. Right. So I feel like he's over a team of different branches. You know what okay, I'm saying? I, I think you're right about that. I can go with so that. I'm and just they saying, even I, list all what, of them. Whatever. So. I, it's it's probably you know useless to the conversation. I just was just curious. Uh, but you know they're trying to play the comic relief off. You know that's how he wants it. You know he's a weird dude. <laughs> But like I said, the Potter stuff doesn't work for me. No. Maybe it works for tons of other people and they love it, but it it's not a, a hit for me. Yeah, I don't think he's supposed to work for anybody. Like I think it's just like one of those creepy characters that you appreciate how well they're doing, but it's like, man, I really wish you. Do get you off think my it's screen. on purpose to make him the hated character? Yes, to, just to be so quirky that it just drives you nuts. That's unintentional. But that's the thing. It's just like Sons of Anarchy. You're rooting for bad people. Right. These aren't good people. No. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with these guys. I mean, Easy's about to just bury some random woman, you know, in the desert. We're pulling for people that aren't necessarily playing the gray areas, which I like. You know what I mean? But it's also kind of tropey to come up with some police officer that everybody hates. Somebody in the Department of Justice or the DEA or FBI that's like, Oh, well, y'all are gray, but these guys are shitty cops, so they're in the gray, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? They never... Because if they were good cops, then we'd be rooting for the cops to win, because that's the natural thing to do. When's the last time you watched a show and, like, the cop was a saint? (laughs) Only did it by the books, you know what I mean? What's exciting about that? (laughs) Like, I mean, I think CSI probably even got a little bit fuzzy by the end of it. Of course it does. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just weird. It's just weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely think they're intentionally making him. I think so too. I think it's one hundred percent intentional because the actor is phenomenal at being what they want. In my mind, um, I'm, no, I'm sure he's hitting it on all cylinders for what they're asking for. Yeah, right. it's just not hitting on my cylinders. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? and so, do y'all think he would have signed this contract and everything in the five minutes and stuff? Because I like how we have a little bit of distrust between Emily and Galindo, but, but the fact that they've rebuilt it now and now we're saying he doesn't trust her. What do you think that little moment was, though? Like, uh, he all of a sudden, like, comes up with a split decision, like, oh, I got to sign this uh, right this second. Well, I mean, I think he, it was, like, I think she will flip because of easy. Well, this is what the preview, preview hurts you, is the, the, the preview right afterwards, which, I mean, if you didn't watch preview, 
mute, whatever like that. He goes, uh, this is my <laughs> opportunity to play the, the the Department of Justice and and get back revenge for what they did to my Well, father. no, that wasn't even the preview. That's the end of the episode. That's the end of the That's episode. The okay, I thought that was part of the preview. Unmute, anyway. unmute us, guys. If you but can. here's the thing. For him to make that statement and so on, to me, I would have really appreciated showing him actually go through the documents. Yeah. To see, so, like, so have him see something and then decide to sign. Instead of, it looked like lift page, lift page, lift page. Yeah. Oh, he didn't second look thought deeper than two and pages. Sign. But, and the thing is, the thing he did, they did zoom in on to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just showed it a was, history. It was showing a history of the brutality of the Glendo cartel. Yeah, it was like a... It was like a narrative, like a, exactly. if a school did a, a school did a writing project it was a on report. a yeah, yeah exactly on his there family. There wasn't that anything he that looked damning, other than this is just a characterization of what the windows are. But no, like the, that was just supposed to be like the contract, wasn't it? It wasn't supposed to even be a history. Well, this is the parameters of their deal. That's the thing. I didn't think it was a report. I thought yeah. it was going to be like uh, the you know line item A. You the know? deal for your release mm-hmm. is. You know, and here's section one a, <laughs> right? You know what we, violates this and what's that? Yeah, and no, we, we nullifies can tap every and, phone. We can do this. We yeah. can do that. And some things they were like kind of focusing on were like um, a certain types of cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw microphones or audio microphones and things like that. So it's like almost like he's signing on to say you can set up cameras, yeah. you, we can run wires, all that type of stuff. Okay, that's fine. But like I said, the stuff they focus on here is like uh, I don't see the damning. Thing he's signing on the dotted line for. Yes. You know what right. I'm saying? Uh, not, and I don't mean necessarily for his sake or for the FBI's sake. Like, what's he signing off that's like so crazy? I mean, I think it's his life essentially. I think he just signed pretty much a reality TV show with the ability for them to tap the phones. Let me go ahead and put something else in perspective for you. Since when does somebody writing a signature on a single sheet of paper mean dick? Never. Like, you need. You got to have a witness, notary. I mean, like, there's got to be. There's got to be people to show that they saw his hand yeah. scribble that across. Now, wrong. now maybe it's on well, there's camera. There's a camera in there, yeah. but still, that doesn't count. Well, I it, know that just for my report. job. You just bring another report out and be like, all right, sign your name on there. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like to me, I know from my job personally that, that that signature thing right there, that's absolute bogus. And that's 100% under duress. Like, I mean, I don't know if that's going to end up mattering, but any good lawyer is going to be able to push that. And when has one signature been enough? You yeah. need 18 this signatures like for signing initials. You got to buy your phone, you know, like, get, get the phone, yeah, the blood That doesn't jive at all. But a lot of what I was talking about, though, was the fact that, like, all right, so he shows her the, the video. He's like, don't make your wife pick between you or her son. Yeah. And it's almost like he shut the iPad cover so he wouldn't have to see her make the decision. And he signed it so fast to be like, don't make the decision. I don't want to not trust you. You know what I mean? Like, sign it as fast as you can so she doesn't have to make a decision at all. Yeah. You know, even, like, have to see that on video where she's weighing the options. Well, no, because, like, he read through the reports a little bit, though, too. I know, but it's it's like he's reading through the reports and then just, like, it it focuses on on one page. And it's like he has an epiphany. Yeah. And he just signs real fast. Uh, The epiphany was, she's going to turn on me. Like, that's the way I saw it. Could be. I, I didn't get that from the way his body language was. To me, like, if you were concerned about that, you're still looking at the computer screen. You're still going to the iPad going, and you're letting that heartstring get to you, and then you're letting that distrust show, and then you sign looking at that. You don't flip through three pages, highlight the history of it, and then him sign it. It didn't match. So you think he's really just banking on the 2,000 rebels to outsmart the FB, the entire DOJ? His, his little backroom meeting handshake deal is was the epiphany I, he had? Well, if we're, all right, so we're putting the cards on the table, like where, where the pieces are, yeah. right? Adelita wants... A 
the same thing essentially, just money. A team, you know what I mean? <laughs> With him, wants to have one cartel in control that they can funnel money out of to help their people right win-win mm-hmm. win situation but she wants an alliance with him potter is offering to mm-hmm. remove all the rebels with force and so like that to make sure he has no more worries yes. i didn't get that i got that they would help supply them to be able to handle the problem not that the That's DOJ he, would actually go in there no he said we'll supply the guns and the muscle people mm-hmm. to help remove the rebels Okay. He'll just have to move other products sometimes and give up information. And use it as currency. Yeah, on certain people. Which is really weird because I'm watching Daredevil and it's the exact same plot. And trying to compare Galindo to Fisk is very unfortunate. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's easily yeah. smash Oled. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, that's why it's not as much of a leap because I'm seeing it on two different shows, though. Yeah. Okay, Ugh. that's fine. Um, okay, so, I mean... Who really has the upper hand here? I think so. Well, to me, it would be Galindo because he can play any side he wants in this. If you well, think about it. both need him to be successful. Both are requiring him to continue on. Mm-hmm. He can just play whichever side he wants as far as getting rid of Rebels and getting DOJ off his back or whatever the case can may be. Can he play both sides, though, if the DOJ's in everything that he owns? But that's what he's trying to say. He's going to play him. So you got to assume that's what he's going to try to do. I, I just don't see it. Like I don't see him having well, the savvy. Galindo's, he's trying to become. He's trying to get an American business business operation, operation to funnel money and so on, not just what's happening in Mexico, and so on. And so, I don't. It, to I mean, me, it's a wash. I think he's going to end up winning just because we need him for minds to continue. But I'm well, not going to like it. What you just said, uh, summarize the episode for me, was this episode was about Galinda. The Mayans had little to new thing to do with this and brought nothing really to the table of the overall story in this episode. No, just no. Riz storyline. Uh, which was a flash in the pan. Coco's yeah. mom stuff. Which, okay. Yeah, I mean, but that was just like, the highlight of that was last week. You know what I mean? Well, the highlight is actually this week when yeah. they get arrested at the end of the episode. Well, I mean, well, and the Easy and Coco scene, Coco. I thought was pretty good. <laughs> the Easy and Coco scene is good. I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, I like uh, Coco and them coming at Angel, too, about not talking to them first. Yeah. Yes. Even though we saw the scene where he was about to tell them, and they but got they, interrupted, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, okay, well, good. You know, everything just don't slide. You know what I mean? I like that. And Angel was even talking about that scene. So, like, I mean, they yeah. tied it all together really well. Yeah. The, that like I feel like the Mayan stuff... Was handled pretty well. Um, the table scene with Riz. I didn't like this. Thing. I didn't like that. What? What was? What was it that I didn't like? Like I don't understand. To me, it, well, there was no debate. There was no nothing. It was here. It is. Oh, by the way, we're taking money. Yeah. Like it, take it. And he just gets up and walks the hell out. It just didn't like. Okay, so his options were. Well, that was only you, one option. Lose your patch, or you lose your job. 10% of your money coming in. That's not even your money. All this <laughs> other stuff. I mean, it was like all bad and really bad. It was like <laughs> really, really bad and really, really shitty. Um, and then everybody voted yes. I don't like that. Well, no. I mean, was, there wasn't even to be mad about it. There wasn't even conversation. No, I think they were all just like, just and, give Bishop what he wants. So this isn't an argument. Well, let me ask you this. Was there a conversation before the table meeting? 
It doesn't did, look did like determined it. this was the punishment of the options. They sure didn't show because that would be a good scene to, to find me, out. That like, would have been a good scene to them to like deliberate. Feel yeah. yeah. Give me somebody who's actually you know pulling for Riz a little bit, saying you're being too damn harsh or this that or so on, and then come to because when we had some of the anarchy, you had moments like that where they discussed it out before we had a table vote. Well, you remember you always knew which characters were going to go the violent decision mm-hmm. and which ones were going to go the diplomatic. It's like Bobby diplomatic. Oh yeah, happy violent. Uh, Tig, violent. You know what I mean? Uh, Chibs, diplomatic. Yeah. I mean, it's like there was two sides to the aisle, kind of. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was like, and it was good debate. This one, I just feel like everybody just went with whatever Bishop said and it was just done. Now, I realize Angel didn't want to rock the boat. You weren't yeah. going to get much out of him. Yeah, well, no. Because he's literally the guy who brought it to the table. Well, and Coco threw up the vote like it was a sympathy, like, I hate this, but I mean, this seems like the easiest yeah, path for you to, to me, go. Exactly. I'm with you on that. He was like, yeah. this just felt fair, I guess. But, I mean, it definitely didn't sound it, and I thought Riz got screwed. Yes, yeah, I, feel, I actually feel bad for Riz. I yeah. feel like he got the shit into the deal on this. Even though what he was saying, he was just like, I didn't think I was doing anything to hurt the club. Now, they had good reasons, yeah. like, hey, like, if you these get illegals doing get this, found, yeah, they, it draws attention to us. Yeah. Um, that's good reasoning, but it's like, that's not damn, enough man, to he, has to, lose, that much he has to lose everything but his patch. Like, the damn near make him a prospect again. Yeah, and what, because he lost his office. I don't know what... That just means you're a step down. You're you're yeah, basically no secretary anymore. You know, in the hierarchy of their table. You and know. it doesn't really look like they have a lot of people that can just fill the spot. <laughs> like, I mean, I've, does that mean Easy gets patched it in, into office now? Because no, no, the other guys. Like, well, I mean, I know that, but Angel, I mean, Angel doesn't have a title. Coco doesn't have a title. No. Okay. If you if 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 they go by the same thing as like Sons of Anarchy, there was your VP. Sergeant at Arms, Secretary, and that's it, or Treasurer. I mean, maybe Treasurer. I think Treasurer was one. Maybe I, I know there was at least four: your President, Vice President, Sergeant at Arms, and uh, Secretary. I know those were four. That might be it. I mean, we only have like six members. No, it was like eight, I think. Well, there's Reaper. You never think about. All right, well, you got Bishop. All right, the guy who did a lot of the talking is Hank. Okay, I know him now. Okay, Hank yeah. is the guy I was asking if he was Native American or not, right? No. Or is he the fatter guy? He's the heavier set guy. Yeah. Okay, okay. Heavier set guy. Um, the one that looks... Now, he's the one that is Native American. Like that... Um, I, I know his name. His real name now. But, you know, but his show name, still no. Um, and then you have, like you said, Reaper, Coco, Angel... Um, was it Rocco? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! It was, <laughs> so he's like come up with some three suits names all of a sudden. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm talking about his real name. That's his... Remember, he did the podcast. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um... And, uh, and of course you have Riz. I mean, so, so it's, it's about it's eight, like seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so pretty much half the group, and now we've got. Does the group seem small now? When you <laughs> when you look at it like that? Yeah, it seems extremely yeah. small. I guess I'm used to Southern America. They always had like three prospects. Yeah, yeah. Like there was people... always extra suits around. <laughs> yeah, it's just like there's all these cuts laying around. You know what I mean? And then like I felt like on the bike rides, you always just had like five extra people hanging yeah, on towards make the, the bike, end. Makes look bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like I agree. now, whatever we got mines, we've just got threes. It's like uh, okay. Well, let's do the math here. You okay? So you got if you do Sons of Anarchy, okay? You got Clay. You've got Jax. Oh, hold on, see if you can come up with all the names. All right. Clay, Jax, Chibs, Tig, Bobby, um, Happy, um, uh, what was Opie? Opie's dad. Opie's dad, which was... Um, Grandpa? No. <laughs> no. Chap? 
<laughs> and so on. And then you had um, who's the turncoat? The juice. Um, then you had Rat was a prospect. I don't know the really big guy with glasses that never fit in. But those them. were later seasons. Right. I'm so, you, if you're just going by the beginning. But right. I mean, still, I mean, right. already so that, on. That's nine. God, am I missing one? I feel like you're missing one that may have died early on or something like that. I, but I, mean, I just still, can't remember Opie's dad. I, I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's nine people that. You're I'm just saying, back nine 10 years later. named big characters. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, I think they had other stuff too, like Unzer, like other things that were focused on. Mm-hmm. So, right. Terra, all that stuff. Gemma. Yeah, all I mean, I hear you. So, but you look at that, that's kind of close, yep. you know, eight and, versus nine of named characters, you know. Oh, you know, um, it's Bandana Guy who went nomad. He was always there, and then he went and joined the nomads. You know what I'm talking about? I remember mm-hmm. who wore a huge bandana on his head. That's the yes. guy I'm thinking of. I can't remember his name, but not Rusty Coons, is it? You know, <laughs> the real name, Rusty Coons. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. either. Any, anyway, off topic completely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for, for the sons of Anarchy Pod, please tune in. <laughs> yeah, really. uh, okay, but anyway, the for some reason the table scene rugged me wrong. I will just say well, that. Yeah, because I mean, it I just felt like quick. You know, there was no debate. Was just, there was no real tension or anything. It was just like, guys, this isn't fair. Oh, well, live with it, Riz. Is, was it strange that the that bishop wasn't the one giving out the, this is the way it's going to be? Instead, it was the other two. Was that it? You know, because I remember I thought Bishop Clay, started it. Yeah, I, mean, I remember when we watched it. Clay would deliver the good or bad news, with, you know, after they had a vote or before they had a vote, and same with Jax. You know what I mean? It was well, never vice president. I, I feel like can it's powerful enough. It's powerful enough to say okay. some stuff, and he just, I'm just swing to the come gavel. Up with the reason why? You know, I, I just I don't know. It fell flat. I'm with you. Yeah, it, it fell like didn't like the outcome and everything. Yeah, it um, just didn't make much sense. I mean, it made sense, but I just didn't like it. But no, we were talking about, like, right after, I really liked the scene where Coco and... Uh, Angel Hank, went at it. And or, was it Hank and Angel? Or who was the other guy with them? Because it's Coco, Angel, and... Uh, <laughs> this is the smaller guy that's bigger. The bald guy that went through the yeah. tunnel. Right. I can't remember his name. I just know Rico. Because that's yeah. his real name. We know his real name, but... Um, but I mean, I thought we were talking about that. A this bit was earlier. fine. Yeah, I like this. This is that. This was yeah, a scene you're that you're out to save yourself and everything. Yeah, it was good stuff. You know, you're worried about your dick getting hard with Adelita <laughs> and all this shit. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but I like that that was there, and I like how quickly they made up. Yes. Well, and well, they just start joking. Yeah, right well, it? and they got upset at each other. But then Riz comes over to get mad at him, and Coco, like you said, just immediately jumps in. Like, no, it was all of it us. It was all of us. Yeah. So I like that. And we know that they're going to stick with Angel no matter what. And I think that's the important thing that we got from all of this. We see some really good loyalty. Yes. As far as these four. You know what I mean? Exactly. We know the three. Obviously, well, Easy Easy's play gonna be with a couple them. sides. But I'm just saying, we know for sure Easy's out to protect Angel. Yes. And I think Coco, too, at this point. With as much as he's doing for Letty and everything. And yeah. just for Coco in general. Yeah, maybe so. Um, but so. we don't know the other guy well enough to see... Like, does he have attachment to him at all? You know, we just don't know. Yeah, we don't, but okay. I'm going to assume that we do. <laughs> the other guy is Gilly. Gilly. That's his name. Gilly. Gilly. Okay. okay. That, Rocco think, is Gilly. Okay. okay. You think that'd be a more memorable name? Gilly, Coco, Angel, and Easy. Yes. There you go. There, That's the four rebel squad there. Right. All right. Okay. And so, what if I told you it's not Reaper? It's on IMDb. It's called Creeper. 
I was like, well, I was <laughs> sure it was Reaper. I thought it was Reaper too, man. I've never heard that C before. Uh, well, maybe it's Creeper. That's fine. I just want to put that in perspective. <laughs> well, there's seven or eight episodes we've gotten that wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's not the first time we've gotten a name wrong, thankfully. Um, but anyway, anyway, so what What other thing we had? Well, can we finish off uh, Riz and Angel real quick? Because Definitely, the fist fight. When I saw this fist fight, I was like, how does Angel have any marks on his face? And then I saw him throw that first right hook. I was like, oh, okay, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> Angel looked like he had never fought in his life. Yeah. Um, have we yeah. ever seen the fighting cage before? No. No. That was comp- evidently that was out of camera view the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and this entire massive backyard that I don't think we've just seen in general. I don't know. I have no idea. Do they have enough cockfights where they need to have this cage up at all the time? Um, but this is how they got out there. I enjoyed the scene. I love that you're able to just fight and punch each other and squash it. Just this like is old the times. thing they always talk about with guys. It's like yeah. guys could literally punch each other in the face, get mad, and then they'll buy each other a beer and squash it immediately. Um, whereas women, you know, will hold grudges and stab in <laughs> back and be catty and stuff like that, which is not true about all men and women because I've met plenty of dudes that are you that know, you aren't going to be able to get. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, I mean, uh, it was good. I, it fit. No, I, I was totally fine with it. Like yeah. I said, just never seen this thing before. Even to catch a glimpse of it would have been cool. Yeah, because I mean, like, what's that like... going to be used for? You know, um, death match. But that that I was fine with how that ended up. Yeah, you know, I don't want to see Riz being some bitter old dude the rest of the time. You know, but not that we saw much of him anyway. No, I mean, we hopefully Riz gets a little bit of redemption later. That's what on I'm in saying, the I, I, I struggle because I don't care yet. So that's a good way to put it. I don't know. To me, it was it was so out of left field. Yeah, I mean, it was a. Bad I mean, fight. like we're just we're having a table. He's calling him you, you piece of crap. You're all pussies and all this stuff like that. And then the next scene you see with them, they're buying their their shirts fighting, off, like, yeah, and then they're, they're hugging. Uh, it, it, to me, it's just it was like like there wasn't not even a mention that we we're gonna have like a royal rumble tonight or or anything. I mean, no, it was just all of a sudden, bam. We're watching a screen where they're fighting, and it looks like we're already halfway through the fight, and they're bleeding everywhere. Uh, to me, it's just another example where we either rush, or we don't set something up, or it's almost like a bad editing job. I mean, I hate to say that, you know, like you know, I bet there was more to this, and they just had to cut it for time. You have to understand, this was also an hour and a half episode. This is like the third one in a row, right? You yeah, know, why are they so long? Like they're squeezing them in. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think is, we need those extra fifteen minutes of Letty. Giving googly eyes to easy. Oh, God. Which is making me a little uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with Letty completely at this yeah. point. I'm, I've had, like, had my fill of her. Well, I think I think her storyline is we've, we've gone through it. Let's move on. You know what I mean? But right, unfortunately, I don't think that's the case. No. no. I think we're going to be stuck with this for a long while. She'll be a pawn in something down the future, you know, to make it a bad situation. But the one scene I really, really, really thought was the highlight of the entire episode was when Coco and Easy were talking right where his mother was laying. Yeah. I thought this was the best acted scene. I loved the stuff that was said. You could tell the writing was really well thought out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coco delivered, man. I, I loved what he was saying. It fit his him, the character, the actor. The whole thing was just on point. It was a phenomenal job. They had a great time writing this. They did a great job acting it. No, I was a big fan of this. Sometimes Coco's a little hard to understand because he talks so really fast, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like you gotta like really pay attention to what he's saying. But I like the stuff he is saying. 
Um, and I, he wanted to really pay attention to what he was saying. Just, I really, I really enjoy this. Plus, it shows like kind of how messed up Coco is in a way. It, uh, this it, is fantastic. And then it leads to the scene where they joke about what size, what kind of hole they're going to put her in, which is excellent. And I mean, you go from serious to well-written, well-acted, wow, this is deep, to let's go ahead and dig a hole that looks like a giant dick. And so instead <laughs> of the dick being in her, she can be in the dick. And I was like, oh my God. Hey, he's just like, too soon, guys? No, too soon. Too soon? Yeah. I mean. Coco is messed up. Yeah. Um, he has a weird outlook on life, obviously, where he wants to live in the present. He says, don't look back at the past. Mm-hmm. You can't plan the future. Which most of us try to do, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's just like living it now, you know, just accept it as it comes to you, basically. You know, the, uh, there are no mistakes. You just you're you're where you need to be. Yeah, so. kinda. No, he says there are mistakes, but he says they're more important than the things you do right. Yes, which I, I thought was kind of a good quote. Um, there, there's a few good quotes that you learn a that. lot more from your mistakes than the yes. things you get right. So, um, but I, I I liked all of this. This was all fine. Um. The Letty scene and easy, whatever. It's like, I, I want her gone. Like, yeah. go away. You're the cause of this problem. Go away. Yeah. And yeah. you just keep causing more and more problems. Like, because when she was just like, oh, no, I didn't know what would happen or anything. Really? All right. There's two, thing, there's two things we haven't talked about that I think we should. Number one, Pops goes down to Mexico and visits the priest. Fantastic okay. scene. Okay. And, you know, they set you up. Because you see him drive down there with a bag of guns yep. and everything else. So you're thinking he's going down there to do business. We're about to see Pops become old school Pops, okay? And That's, there's a lot of tension. Like, he, in the very beginning of it, I was like, man, he's got a gun hitting him, like, the book yeah, or something. And so on. And, like, I love they show him sitting in the in the church waiting his turn. I mm-hmm. love that he goes into the confessional and the whole nine yards. You, you already know my sin. Yeah, I thought that was a great line. <laughs> I was like, there's a good line. Uh, and so when they go in the back and they're drinking, he's like, you know, I'm just going to do you a favor. You know, you you helped me. You helped save my life by getting me out. So we're even now because I'm letting you know she's coming for you. Yeah, and I usually hate that line of like we're even for saving each other's lives and everything. And all I did was not kill you, but it kind of fit in this. It made pretty good sense right here Mm -hmm. because of the thing he says right before it. Me and Pedro's friendship meant something. Yes, and we would have never and we would have never betrayed you. That that part. Going into that line that you're saying kind of bothers you most of the time made it okay for me. It did. I think yeah. you're right about um, that. Because most of the time you're right. It's just kind of thrown out there nonchalantly. Well, I didn't kill you. Yeah. So therefore you know. we're even. And it's like no. Like it doesn't. It just doesn't work <laughs> like that. Yeah. So it kind of reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. My crew wanted to eat you. It's like <laughs> it's not a favor. You shouldn't eat people. <laughs> you know. So it's like. Yeah. It's like. Uh, I agree with you, Cash, but I feel like it was handled better just by those couple of little statements he made. Of course, made. it also helps who's delivering a line. Too. Yes. You know, Agreed, and I feel like the Bishop character can hold his own, too. He does pretty well. He looked a little bit different. I don't know why. Are you talking about me? Bishop or the priest? No, the Bishop. Yeah, the okay. Bishop. Um, which, I don't know why I call him a Bishop. He's, I think he is the Bishop, yeah. though, isn't he? I think so. Anyway, whatever. Um, his hair. Okay, okay. So I wasn't crazy about that. Is he bald sometimes and wearing a hairpiece sometimes? Like the two to three episodes right, ago, when without I a lead saw up. when the only time I've seen him other than this scene 
was the episode where they had the massacre at the church. Okay. Well, you saw him have a scene where he's walking on the street with Adelita, but he was wearing a knit cap. He's wearing a skull cap. Oh, so, okay. okay. So that gives you the false that he had a that he's bald and everything. Gotcha. So then you see the scene His where hair he's threw walking. Me off. Yeah. Yeah. When he's, when, when you see him walking through the thing, he has the headpiece on when he's doing, when he's yeah. wearing the certain right. robe. So this is the first time you see him as, you know, the hair semi casual Okay. <laughs> Just hair. <laughs> Just hair. It, Floored yeah, me. Yeah, I was, I was like, this like, is a different actor. Where did this big salt and pepper mop come from? <laughs> I just have no clue. <laughs> you grew this in like four days? Yeah. Like, I'm like, dude. I'm going to need a calendar. Like, this time <laughs> jumping a little bunch. The Lord works in mysterious ways, <laughs> obviously. Rogate. <laughs> he is no longer follically challenged. Uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, it threw, me, it threw me off a little bit, but I thought the scene was excellent. Yes. Um, and I love that the, the priest was like, or Bishop, whatever you call it, uh, doesn't admit it, but by his body language and actions, you realize, yeah, he's the bad yeah. guy. Oh, yeah, at the very end when he throws the, the drink, drink and stuff up. like that, he's he's scared and upset. Yeah, he knows he's in trouble. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't know how much in trouble he's in. Yeah. Just to finish that off, though, he calls in Nestor. Yes. Correct. Now, do we know if Nestor knows about the Glendo? I think that was years ago. Well, does he know about like no, no, no. Galindo and Adelita meeting and everything? I also no. re- remember though that uh, Adelita tells Galindo that she knows that her and the bishop have worked together. And so, like, I pretty, I think the bishop, did she? They they talked about this. Mm-hmm. He knows that the bishop is involved. God, I don't remember that. You might be right. I might. He know, I don't. Wanna, I don't remember how it happened. But he knows that the bishop is involved with the rebels. Yes. Okay. Okay. It might have been in the files. It might not have been told to him by Adelita. I don't know. That's... But I think the bishop just signed his own death warrant. And well, because... possibly, because he's saying he can deliver Adelita to them. Yes, and I think Galindo's well, he... going to deliver or him draw to her out. Adelita. I think he's going to be like a uh, olive branch or something. Well, like, hey, de- here's why you can trust it's me. It's going to depend on what side he picks, kind of. Yeah, that's the other half of the coin. Nestor's sitting there looking at him like, all right, you're going to draw her out so we can take care of business. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Glenda's going to, you know, is he doing the deal with her? Or how is it going to go? I so, mean, like, it's, there's still a moving part here. But to think, me, it, it's painted pretty heavily that he's going with Adelita. Well, based on his last comments to yeah. his wife, you know. Like, I got 2,000 forgotten soldiers. Um, but I don't know what 2,000 soldiers are going to do on the U.S. US border. Yeah. Right? Because they're not coming to the U.S. side. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they, they control areas <laughs> in, you know, San Diego and, you know, because, Tempe <laughs> and everything. You know what I mean? It's like, it's all on the other we side. Got, we got Houston, man. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, though. Is Does he have big problems on the American side? Other than the government I'm talking about. I mean, that's a pretty big well, problem. I think all of his know, production but... is on the other side. It's him trying to le- create legitimate business and area avenues to sell product and get it across the border. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how those 2,000 soldiers benefit him in against the Department of Justice. I guess I haven't that, – that correlation hasn't come to my fruition yet of how that works. But we have seen, you know, that they can travel back and forth freely through these tunnels and stuff. Very rapidly. Uh, I mean, Adelita especially. I mean, she's got connections on both sides. We've seen it. Okay, so, I mean, I could say a fantasy scene here is that Potter's going on his little motorcycle and the four kids walk up and just... (laughs) 
<laughs> just ice him out. Just, he takes 4,000 bullets and the motorcycle's pristine. You know what I mean? And that's, I mean, that's fine. You know, that's okay how you're with, a generic yeah. character, baby. You know? We, we won't even roast it if that one happens. Was, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, completely amazing. plausible. <laughs> These two minutes were amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about was Easy's flashbacks. It opened this episode with him saying, you know, I'm going to take a semester off and the whole nine yards, this kind of setup stuff. Emily's hair color, woo, that was bad. Um, but anyway, the whole deal with him what happened to walking by this bodega and seeing the car. Okay. And so he sits out there and he waits. All that stuff. I'm fine with all that. Of course, the last guy to come out, the guy with the hood on. Yeah. This drove me damn nuts. Who? I mean, come on. Yeah. Every I- other guy who walks out of that place. Dressed normal Joe, everything. Normal like this. Always Working their nine to five. This guy, we're, we're going to hide his appearance. Cloak him in shadow. <laughs> with a cloak, basically. <sighs> All right, so the reason you do this is to have a surprise unveil of who it is. Well, the thing is, though, this doesn't look like the cop that we see gets shot, does it? No. All right, here's the other thing. We, Based on the flashbacks we've seen, he doesn't find out or he doesn't kill who killed his mother. The guy gets away. You see yeah, that? He yeah. turns and shoots the cop. The other guy gets away. Yeah. So are we hiding who did this? Because that's going to become a huge mystery line for the future? God, I'm sure not. it is. Yeah. I'm 100% sure it's so going to be some... Who have, who have we seen so unveiling. far on this show that this could be to be a, like, a huge shock value moment? It's kind of a tall, kind of a skinny guy. Tell me it's not the guy who's DEA, who's his handler. It's, no, that's his tell cousin. Me, tell me it can't be. No. No. Okay. No. I'm just trying to think of somebody who's white. <laughs> Key part number one. Is the guy white? I think so. It's when they showed his hand and everything else. Yeah, yeah, I felt like the guy was white. And everything else. So I'm just trying to think of somebody that fits into that dynamic. The only person's Potter, isn't it? No. Yeah. I well, mean, I know it's not him, but I mean, like, that's the only person that we've seen on the show so far that... I don't know. It could be the it could be the cop that pulls them over and oh my you god, know, Mr. Righteous that you know yeah, arrest them too. We're gonna have to talk about no. that. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of some people that maybe we've seen. On, I don't think we've could, seen them. I mean, it might so? be like his high school quarterback or something. I don't. So you don't think by the end of the season we don't we find out who killed mom, or do you think that's what leads us into second season? I think it's going to lead us into the second season. It just could be. Yeah, it could just be a cliffhanger that they show. I mean, they're leading up to the fact. They're going to expose who this person is. Right. I mean, the fact that he didn't look at the license plate it might be the most aggravating thing I can think of. <laughs> it's like we, we've seen Stigall vision of everything, except you hey, completely we looking down. in this episode, so I'm going with that one now. Yeah, uh, take no that CG and run with animals. it. Man, we were, on our, we were on a good roll here. Well, we even had a line of, he's either... Runs the edge of super smart or weird. (laughs) Super genius or weird. And it's like... Okay, so Angel and Easy are sent to remove the body and go bury it in the desert. Yeah, well, he's going to go see Adelita, I think. And then there's like, hey, since you're out, can you get... Yeah, whatever. I don't care how it gets there. How how do we feel about her head breaking the taillight? It was... like As soon as it happened, my wife's like, what? I said, that way a cop can pull him over. Exactly. I mean, mean, like, like it was... Taillight's out. So ham-fisted, it was unbelievable. I just... Ham-fisted was used in the episode by Potter. Yeah. (laughs) It sure was. But, I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean, the second it happened... My wife's like, huh? I said, oh, yeah, wait, watch. A cop will pull him over. Yeah. This literally came out of my mouth. And, I mean, woo! The second he takes a turn, like, I mean, come on. And it's just a regular routine taillight. Like, there's no way. Frankie's over there talking to him. He's like that. 
And so they know the heat's on them. Like, yeah, you got cops looking at them. You don't recognize one of them. And Angel's gonna turn around and goes, "You gonna find out? You got that fucking light out of my." I'm like, "Really? You got the heat? What? You know? Yeah. You know what you got in the trunk? And it's, you're gonna sass this guy? Calling him Gomer and shit like that? I'm like, just completely stupid. This doesn't make any sense. And why isn't Easy going? Don't let him look in the trunk. Yeah, you know, and like, they're doing this like, you know, like, new cop, old cop thing where he's like throws in the handcuffs and shit. I'm just like, come on, man. But Frankie's the old cop. Like, why is he getting bossed around by a new exactly. kid? Exactly. I mean, like, like, you should be able to control your rookie. And also, who leaves the, the rope and duct tape and everything? I mean, like, in the backseat, that's also like, really? Well, Where they, did you see that part? They uh, also know, though, local cops, they don't have to worry about, apparently. You know, they see it's local, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay. We'll pull over. They're, no a little, they're a little eased, and then they see it's Frank, and they're like, oh, well, everything's fine. But just the odds of the taillight thing drives me nuts. I can't stand. We all knew exactly what was going to happen as soon as they break it. I mean, it's just so stupid. Like, come on, guys. It's just the TV slapping you. I mean, yeah, it is, man. Um, (laughs) Take it. Take it. This even be even more far fetched, and they have some crazy way. But are we are we going to have Easy and Angel behind bars the rest of the season? Not for the no. rest of the season. No. Now, Angel, maybe. But I think Easy gets out just because of the uh, plea deal and stuff. I think they're going to twist his arm a little bit more. No, what I think you are going to find out is Angel's going to find out that Easy works for the cops. And he's going to have the moral dilemma of protecting his brother. As well as knowing that he's a snitch. Yeah. I think this, what this, I think this whole scene of them two being together with this body is just to make that apparent. As another wrinkle, another issue to have to. So is that going to drive a wedge between Angel and Easy? No, I don't think so. I think if he does a good job of explaining the fact that, hey, you're working for the rebels to remove Galindo. I'm working with the police. I'm working with the police to remove Galindo. Same goal, different way. Problem is, the rebels don't want to remove Galindo. Angel doesn't want the Mayans going anywhere. No, Angel's working to basically change the Mayans um, in his path and, he, and he's, might, he's not going to assume that this doesn't affect the Mayans in any form or yeah. fashion you know right well and also Adelita doesn't want to get rid of Galindo like that's going to be a big wedge in this by the end of it well it also goes back to also if you remember the scene where the DA guy's like I'm telling you to run he's like no I'm not running because if I run and I get exposed they'll kill my brother mm-hmm. because they'll mm-hmm. say he brought him in well them being in the jail cell together now Angel is in that boat. Yeah. And he'll be aware of that. And so by saying anything or doing anything, that thus puts him in trouble. So realistically, I think they're both going to be fine just by circumstance when it comes to the Mayans because they both have to keep their mouth shut. Uh, it's just but, interesting to see what Potter's going to do with them now that they're in jail. But that, the, that's the thing too, though. They're going to have to like make it where the Mayans have no idea they were locked up because anybody would look at it like, you guys had a dead body in your trunk. Well, how did you get out of jail? It could be the locals, local police. You know, you got enough juice, and with the mayor, you know. Yeah, but the club's going to know at that point. The club will know. It's okay for the club to. Well, I guess not with the when you killed yeah. your mom. <laughs> yeah, you whose body? <laughs> uh, about that. <laughs> hey, Co- but then how are they going to get the body out of lockup? Because like, there's no way they're just going to be able to go roll out. Well, one thing we know. Body. Is they're also setting this up for the fact that Letty's going to now know that her mom's dead. Yes. Or that her grandmother's dead. Um, which is going to lead to an issue with Coco, obviously. Um, Maybe he kills Letty. Put her in the same <laughs> hole. <with her. laughs> 
dick hole, whatever. Um, each gets a ball. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just put them in the fetal <laughs> in each God. part of the sack. Uh, oh, but I tried to remain Christian on here, and it went south. Yeah, yeah then we started recording. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're super Christian on here. Um, but uh, I, I'm just really looking forward to seeing how they're going to get these two out of jail. If they're not spending the rest of the time in jail, I need to know, like, the greatest excuse ever that they're able to get out of this. I mean, I think Easy's just going to be his plea deal. Now, how we get Angel out, I got no idea. I'm sure his plea deal doesn't include <laughs> getting rid of bodies. Getting rid of bodies. You never know. I mean, I think you get a little, uh, what is it, carte blanche? Well, the preview does say, you guys, I know that's not your car, and I know whose, I know whose mother that is. So I'm willing to bet they're going to say, you know, we know y'all didn't kill her. So if y'all don't start cooperating, we're going to go after the third one. I mean, I don't, I don't see how that helps the situation <laughs> at all. I don't know if it makes it any better, but... Yeah, I just... You know, I think you just made this just worse. another <laughs> layer of the onion, my friend. Like I said, they better pull out some magic shit coming up. Because <laughs> I feel like they have dug themselves into a writer's hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really into a corner. Like, big time. It's going to be tough. And I'm just curious. I'm excited to see on next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that's pretty much the episode. Okay. Yeah. There's, no, there's two things, though. Okay. We now know that, um, what's her freaking name? Glendo's wife, Emily? Emily. Emily, Emily now knows Easy is, is an informant. Yeah, correct. And Potter now knows Easy's name. Okay. Correct. But so, he already knew Easy's name. or I don't think so. I think he knows him now. Because in the paperwork. Easy's name was highlighted. It's just everything. prospect in the paperwork. Gotcha. But he has another sheet of paper you see him at the end of the episode reading. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel, easy, blah, blah, blah. And we all know Potter's crazy and he's going to go at every angle he can to get what he wants. So it's like he could expose easy, obviously. Emily now knows. So are we going to get how a Potter? How is she going to play that? Yeah. Are we going to get a Potter easy scene in this jail cell? And that was one way to introduce him? More than likely, I'm assuming. You know what I mean? He's like, I can make this all go away. Uh, <laughs> Don't sound too we'll, excited over We'll see. But. I think it's important though that they both know that yeah. Easy's on, you know, you know the informant side. On the informant side, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Guys, what'd y'all think? Did y'all enjoy the episode as much as we did? Or <laughs> or as we kind of flatlined on or this? As one? little as we did? Yeah. Um and, and anything else you could think of. We're we're up for any comments and suggestions. We're on Facebook, Twitter. You can catch us at Bleed T V Podcast at Gmail. Um, and we're just on every kind of character and, um, just let us know what's going on guys. But I think we could call it a night on this one. Will y'all? Yeah. Yep. This is Blue TV and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll catch y'all next week. <laughs>